morning, everyone. This is Linda J. Wolf, your narrator and author. I want to say happy Friday. Today, I just want to share a little quote I wrote and give you my perspectives. Maybe it might help you throughout your day, maybe throughout your weekend. I've learned to call out what it is. I've learned to call out for what it is. Bad behavior is bad behavior. You know, time is too precious. Time is too valuable. And bad behavior isn't something I appreciate. Call it what it is. I will use my calm, peaceful voice, yet I will call out bad behavior. That way, you and I will always have a clear understanding for one another. Let me give you my example. I have started a beautiful journey with a man I have never experienced before. And I'm not talking about physical experience. I am talking about emotional experience. I am talking about the man that continually day in and day out shows me what I mean to him. I mean, there are the, we are both busy in our day, but for some reason, he brings value to a new level of depth. He shows me through phone conversations, through texts, and through time and effort and energy, how much I mean to his world, to his life. The most amazing thing is the excuses that I hear from other people. Oh, I didn't have time. You know, I look at that. Why didn't you have time? You had time to scroll and look through your phone at photos, at memes, but you don't have time to give value to that one person who has committed himself, herself, themselves to you. Now, this does not reflect upon them. This reflects upon you. This says that your priority stands in your phone, in that black space, what we call the World Wide Web. Yes, there is motivational stuff. There's nature. But you know what? When will you value that person enough to drop your phone down, turn it over, and ignore it, and have boundary lines? That person 
that beautiful human being that is in your presence 365 days a year deserves more time than the pictures on Facebook, the pictures on Instagram, the noises from social media, the fighting, the squabbling, and everybody else's drama. But why are you so in tune to watch all of that instead of diving deep into that person's soul that has committed their life to you? I can understand why there's drama. I can understand why there's um, relationship problems. We do not pay attention to the things that are valuable to us. Priority should be number one in your family. Number two, your job. Number three, your values and self-worth. The phone, Facebook, social media, Instagram, that needs to be at the bottom of the priority list. It's something my daughter, Bianca, I've had to ground her. And you know what? I don't blame her. But I point the finger also at myself. See, I have I have come to the point that I am humble enough to know that I have not held my boundary lines firm enough. And when I don't hold my boundary lines firm enough, then the balance and the peace and harmony that should reside in my home, it turns into chaos and drama. One thing that I've learned is I cannot be my child's best friend. I have to be my child's parent. I have to be the one that has um, firm boundary lines. I have to be the one that says it like it is. I have to bring honesty and truth and integrity in every word. Everything I do, every effort, every action has to simulate integrity. Because what I show to my child, she's going to replicate in another way herself. So if I'm If I am a person that is a life coach, I have got to live the life of a life coach. I have to have high standards for myself. Now, if I don't continue to hold those high standards throughout my day, throughout my week, throughout my month, and I lower my standards, then she lowers her standards. This is just the way life is. So as parents, if we don't have firm boundary lines for ourselves, high standards for ourselves, how are our children going to have the same? How can we expect them to toe the line if we don't have the same? For me growing up, let me give you a little history for me growing up. My parents were very strict parents. My dad worked in the Air Force. That was his life. 
He was Air Force mechanic. He went from being a mechanic in the Air Force to owning and running his own um, automobile um, shop where he did repairs. I remember as a child, he was very strict. He was very regimented because he had a high value system of what he gave to the customer when a customer brought their car in. He wasn't sloppy about his job. Everything that he did was to finite details, fine-tuned machine and engine before he could put his customer back in that car and send them out on the road to drive. That also became a part of my life as well. But I toned it down a bit because I can understand where his strictness went because he he learned the regiment of what the Air Force is. But one thing that I also learned about my parents is there was no affection. There were no I love you's. And as a 14-year-old daughter, I saw it. There was no hugging, no embracing. It was you, you were told to do something, you needed to do it. But there was not the part of being affectionate. Now, I, as a parent now, have changed that up. I have boundary lines, but within those boundary lines and those, that structure of my life, I offer embraces. I offer guidance. I offer comfort, support. My parents, I do not blame them. I did when I was younger because I was rebellious and I didn't have the comprehensive understanding of what my parents were giving me at the time. I do now. So I I wanted to level it up. And hopefully my daughter, Bianca, will level it up even more when she decides to uh, start a relationship and have children. I hope she will bring another new level of awareness to what life could be for humanity. I'm proud of her because I do know that through her teachers, through her peers, that she implements the teachings, the guidance, and the boundary lines onto others. But sometimes I feel I fall short. Like, let me give, I'll give you another example. She has a phone and she calls me out when she calls me out. And I appreciate it. Yes, at first I feel like I'm being attacked. Don't we all just feel like someone's, someone is attacking us when someone is critiquing us? And sometimes we need to hear that critiquing. We need to hear that honesty because sometimes we don't see what we are actually doing and how it could be affecting the other person. So I have a phone, she has a phone, and we, we have made this rule that when mom goes out and dates, um, that I am supposed to check in um, once in a while and then let her know when I am on my way home, okay? I don't do that sometimes. And she says, mom, 
I did not hear from you. I was worried about you. She has every right to feel those feelings. Likewise, I have also the same standards. When she stays the night at a friend's house and she knows the very timing that I am going to be there to pick up her beautiful soul, she needs to be on her A-game as well. Now, it has happened a few times where I have sat and waited for 30 minutes calling and texting and calling and texting and nobody's picking up the phone. Why? Distractions. See, this goes back to the very beginning of this podcast. Distractions like our phone, like friends sometimes can take us away and help us lose the appreciation and value for one another. Now, I finally had to call her friend's dad. Do you think I was happy after I sat 30 minutes trying, waiting for her? No, I was not. I wasn't happy. And we came home and there were words and she felt like I was attacking her. And she thought I should understand her circumstance of where she's at. But what she did not do is put me at the top of the priority list saying, I have my person, my mother coming to pick me up. I should set an alarm. See, this is structure, set an alarm. Because by setting that alarm, that is giving respect to the person who is going to use their time and energy and action to pick her up. She should use her time and energy and action to make sure that we both meet in the middle. We are in agreement. We are both implementing our boundary lines and understanding and comprehending them. So we had a nice little discussion about it. And I said, Bianca, do you think that I might have been worried about you? I can't get a hold of you through phone. I have to connect with someone else to try to get you to come out. Where where her friend lived is a very tight community. And if you park up in that little community, your car gets towed. So I had to stay in my car to make sure my car did not get towed on the street. So it was a very tough situation right there. But the phone, my main purpose for the phone with her is a communication leeway between the two of us. And something I expect, this is one of my boundary lines, if you are staying at a friend's house, you need to be aware of the fact that your mom's gonna pick you up and you need to be ready. You need to put the time and effort and make sure the boundary line is met. She did not do that. So we, we had to use words and, and put some clarification into those boundary lines. See now for her, this has not been one offense to where she puts her mom, mom's priorities down at the bottom and puts her friends and the internet above her mother. So she has been grounded from her phone 
she can only use the part. See, that's the beautiful thing about the phone is I pay the bill. I'm the one who gets complete control over it. Also, for the fact that she's 14 years old, I want to make sure that everything she does is on the up and up and it's keeping her safe. As a parent, that's our job. So uh, there are passwords that are put on the phone and all the gadgets, devices that are connected to the World Wide Web. Why? Because I want to keep her safe. I want to keep my little girl safe. Yep. So when she does something where I am put at the bottom of the priority list and everyone else is at the top, that's when we all the passwords are locked back in place. Yes, she can text me and we can call each other on the phone, but the the worldwide web is locked up. And now she has to earn her way back in to getting that unlocked again but I have to see a consistency a follow-through of respect towards the person who should be at the top of her priority list and that's her parent see it's okay to have friends but never forget who puts the roof over your head never forget who puts the food in the refrigerator and never forget who gives you 365 days of love, support, comprehension, understanding. And this is where clarity is made because you take away the privileges. Having a phone is a privilege. Being in the World Wide Web is a privilege. It's not a necessity of life. I want to say happy Friday. These are just my thoughts on the Sense of Self podcast here. And I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. God bless you. And this is Linda J. Wolf signing out.